In today's fast-paced world, you have to attack impossibly long to-do list every day. You arrive at work, resolve to tackle the first task on your list, and only to find two more have emerged. Organizations are flooded with complexity, serving numerous markets with a buffet of different products, juggling them all like a circus clown. And amid the disarray, it's best to know what is essential. It is critical to comprehend the accessible but applicable 80-20 principle. This imbalance between energy and results will allow you to efficiently utilize your time at work. The principle has been demonstrated to help organizations flourish by counterintuitive means, getting more done by doing less. Finally, apply this principle to your personal life to improve happiness and satisfaction in your relationships. This episode will tell you how, if you want to embrace the 80-20 attitude. I'm Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life full of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. It's my hope to inspire you to begin creating a new narrative, revolutionizing the way we live, and creating a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. Have you glanced back at a project you labored on and discovered most of your effort was made directly before the deadline? Maybe you accomplished more than any previous week when you were nearly out of the time. In truth, comparable imbalances between effort and outcome are observed in different settings. For instance, many companies find that 20% of their products account for about 80% of their profits. And 20% of drivers cause 80% of accidents. Most drivers are careful, while a slight minority are negligent and generate most of the accidents. This spectacle is the 80-20 principle. And approximately 80% of rewards or outcome results from 20% of the sweat and input. Why is this ratio more reasonable and proportional? Not every cause has a similar impact on outcomes. In particular, reasoning can be split into a minority with a powerful impact on the outcomes and a preponderance with only a slight effect. This results in a 80-20 division. Regardless, it should be mentioned that the 80-20 principle is a simplification. In fact, the percentage tends to vary. For example, maybe it's 60-40 or 99.1 to 0.09. Of course, numbers may not consistently add up to 100. For instance, In 1997, an examination showed that 300 movies, just four films out of 300, that's about 1.3%, yielded 80% of ticket sales. As you can see, expressions of the 80-20 principle can be discovered in different settings. This 
is practical wisdom. People expect a balanced world. But in actuality, balance is not the world's raw state. Imbalances. For instance, consider linguistics. Sir Isaac Pittman found roughly about 700 everyday words make up two-thirds of our daily discussion. If you include the spinoffs, this figure increases to about 80%. Smaller than 1% of the words in the English vocabulary make up over 80% of what we communicate. So where do these balances and balances come from? From feedback loops, multiply and amplify minor differences. For instance, imagine you have numerous goldfish of roughly similar size living in the same pond. In this case, they would develop into a significantly different sized fish. Why? You ask. Well, some fish are just bigger than others. They have a slight advantage. This means that they capture more food growing faster than the smaller fish. And this improves their edge, permitting them to catch even more food. Therefore, the cycle strengthens with each loop, creating a significant size difference. While such imbalances are innate, many people believe them unjust. In one instance, is the lopsided allocation of income and wealth. When 20% of people own 80% of all wealth, you might call it social injustice. The sense injustice occurs because people think work and compensation should have identical value in a one-to-one proportion. The 80-20 principle obviously reveals that all, not all work delivers the same output. Subscribe to the True Success Podcast for free now on anchor.fm. You'll likely think this is all nice and good, but how does the 80-20 principle relate to you and your daily life? Well, let's examine your vocation. First, Like the way you presently work is likely far more efficient. And imagine you can accomplish 80% of your results with just 20% of your effort. 80% of your labor is egregiously ineffective. Picture this. You could clip out this wasteful, expended time and replace it with what you do during the efficient 20%. You would reproduce your work results. And for instance, suppose you could replicate the last minute efficiency you had in your project deadline methods and maintain it for the whole length of the project. In actuality, innovative uses of the 80-20 principle can assist you in increasing your efficiency because you will divert your actions away from the tasks that only slightly affect your outcomes. You begin by reviewing and dissecting your work methods to decide which aspects are actually inadequate. And you might discover that, for instance, in the first steps of a project, you squander time by overthinking 
and pondering over every potential error you can make. Admit this, and you can purposefully try to prevent yourself from chewing on potential failures. And whatever the causes are, you can seriously enhance your efficiency by pinpointing them and reshuffling your approach to evade them. Now you understand how to use the 80-20 principle for productivity. But you're likely wondering how you can use it in business. In truth, there are numerous routes that you can take. Still, the most noteworthy is optimizing the range of products of your business. To do so, you have to first investigate which of the products is rendering the most profit and simply rank them, the products, by profit and sales. The top products are likely accounting for 20% of your sales and will probably discover that they yield 80% of your profits. And once you have pinpointed the 80-20 break in your outfit, the second step is to leverage and intensify the potential of that profitable 20%. So prioritize these products and concentrate your resources on peddling more of them. As you know, big corporations are complex. This means leaders must be proficient at addressing complexity. And managers often relish the challenge and intellectual arousal that it supplies. But it's accepting or inviting complexity actually the most helpful way to become a thriving enterprise? Well, most people think that size in an expansive product portfolio suits a company because the more products a business sells, the more profit it is believed to render. An expansive scope of products requires more complex logistics and more training of salespeople and more organizational work than a limited selection of products. These elements raise the overall expense to run the company and even more cash than the extra products produced. But in particular, internal complexity has hidden substantial expenditures. On the other hand, streamlining your business decreases cost. Suppose you tighten down and concentrate your product coverage. And in that case, everyone in the company will be able to dedicate their full attention to a few sold products. This allows you to understand the few critical products more profoundly than if you would juggle dozens of them. These streamlines organizational work and this streamlines organizational work and benefits from doing more of what works in both production and logistics. The power of this is evident. And for, ex for example, a study of medium-sized businesses found the least complex were the most successful. They sold a more limited range of products to fewer consumers and had fewer suppliers, resulting in more profits. Indeed, by streamlining your business, you can increase cost and grow your profits. You can now use the 80-20 principle to tighten your product range and improve profitability. 
But what about other areas of business? Luckily, the 80-20 principle is adaptable. You can utilize it in almost any area or function of the enterprise to boost the odds of success. Negotiations are crucial for any company, whether with clients, suppliers, or associates. Generally, the matters to be discussed in a negotiation are well prepared in advance. Yet, there are too many. An 80-20 examination would assume that only a few points actually count. And so you should focus on getting what you want rather than debating everything to go your way. Another example is the use of the 80-20 principle in targeting your market. So if 20% of your consumers generate 80% of your business, this case, focus on pinpointing them and persuading them to keep purchasing. And after you pinpoint those consumers, secure their loyalty by furnishing outrageously superior customer service. And when you're designing your new products or services, only target 20% of your population. This will permit you to expand your market share while selling to these same consumers. Consider a real estate broker in the United States of America who earns over a million in commissions each year. Over a third comes from their repeat customers who resell their homes. The broker focuses on keeping their best clients happy in a profitable strategy. And it should be clear that the 80-20 principle has nearly universal applications in any industry. As you have noticed in previous examples, the 80-20 principle is commonly applied by analyzing the 20% that fathers the 80% of results. But it is hard to achieve analysis like this in your everyday life. And this implies that you need something else, which is commonly referred to the 80-20 thinking. Traditionally, thinking is unbent and deems all reasons and information equally significant. As kids, we are instructed that all of our friends are valuable. And the 80-20 consideration would recognize that not every relationship is actually beneficial. Some friends are more valuable than others, and our connections are more meaningful. You could say that 20% of your fellowships deliver 80% of the value, meaning the emotions or the joy and the, the harmony that you get from these relationships. The vital difference between an 80-20 examination and 80-20 thinking is that it requires you to gather data and investigate it to select the significant 20%. In 80-20 thinking, you gauge them. Here is the importance of your connections that can't be calculated in absolute numbers. You can still ask yourself, 
Who is the most important in your life? How much quality time will you give to them per week? And this type of question helps you understand the most valuable connections. 80-20 thinking then recommends that you push for quality, not quantity, and concentrate on deepening those beneficial, significant 20% of your relationships. This type of 80-20 thinking can be used in many areas of your life without the necessity for reliable data. You're likely not a foreigner to time management. This basic concept is to help you efficiently utilize the 24 hours a day that you've been given. And this method, method has been proven to work and it improves productivity by 15 to 25% if properly applied. But there is a way to get more productivity out of your time and efforts. In time management, the objective is to raise your efficiency by doing more tasks in an allocated duration. It is targeted towards leaders who have busy schedules. So the first step is to organize your daily activities according to their importance. The problem starts when you don't know which tasks are the most important and you try to define 60 to 70% of your to-do list as high importance when it's not. Your results? You jam-pack your schedule and create these long working hours. You're forcing more tasks into a busy week and it's not the best solution. You will become overworked and you will begin to speed towards burnout. An alternative choice is the 80-20 time management. This process allows you to recognize the 20% of your task, producing 80% of the results, and you must focus on them. This kind of time management allows you to keep up, or this kind of time management allows you to free up time without devaluing the impact of your work. Hey, everyone. As one of our preferred listeners, your feedback is the utmost importance to the True Success Podcast, and I am constantly striving to provide that ideal experience for our listener, and your input helps us to define that experience. That being said, if you could just take a minute to repost a review online, I would so appreciate it and look forward to you listening to the show in the future. So check out this review by Ben Colloy, who said, Kirby is such a great human being, and you can't help but be inspired to do more in your own life when you're around him. Excited to see this resource finally get out there. Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate the comment and the review. Most individuals determine their quality of life by their general happiness. Interestingly, very few of us actually try to change our lives and make ourselves happier. In truth, people spend a lot of time doing things that cause them unhappiness. For instance, you might have a job that makes you miserable. Many employees spend time sitting in cubicles, mindlessly executing work, and dreaming about happy hour on Friday. How can you fix this? Well, 
Simply try to determine the cause of happiness and unhappiness in your life and make a change. What 20% of your life supplies 80% of your happiness? Once you determine the 80% of your life that produces no satisfaction, it is time to eliminate or decrease that no satisfaction or satisfaction. For instance, if your profession makes you unhappy, try to imagine ways to change. Look at other roles. Try to redefine the one that you're in. Decrease the number of hours you're working, and so on. Whatever you do, do not relinquish yourself to laboring at a job that sucks the life out of you. And when you cut out the stuff that makes you unhappy, take the time and the energy that you've conserved to do the things that bring you satisfaction. For example, if you spend less time at your vocation, you will have more time for your close friends and loved ones in improving upon those relationships. Consider the 20% of activities that produce 80% of your satisfaction and uncover ways to spend more time doing those things. You will be happy and more fulfilled if you did. The key message in this podcast is that the 80-20 principle can be applied in almost any area of your life. 20% of your energy produces 80% of your results. And this means that 80% of what you do is not efficient. If you recalibrate that small 20% that produces the most results, you will see a massive increase in efficiency. This easy idea can be used in any part of your life, ranging from business to relationships and your quality of life. Now it's up to you to put all this information into action. Please check out the links in the show notes, download a copy of the transcript, and smash that subscribe button. Leave a comment or review on your favorite podcast platform. Now go out and carry this story forward. My name is Kirby Ingalls. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Honor your service to others and love the impact that you are creating. You've been listening to the True Success Podcast. I'll see you next time.